Hello and welcome along to the Voice Behind Our Town podcast with In Motion Theatre. My name is Cameron McGarvan and in this series of podcasts I will be speaking to people from Fergusley Park in Paisley and exploring the truth about their community. What really goes on behind the headlines we all see every single day. Today on the podcast I am joined by a man who has nothing but life-affirming, warm, positive stories to tell about Fergusy Park. He spent 44 years as a bus driver in and out of Fergusy Park, doing school runs, different routes, all over the place. He got to know the community really, really well. The thing that strikes me about Mr. Norrie Ward is that his stories are just the most beautiful things that you could tell. And so, Norrie, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Oh, very well, thank you. And I believe you, well, I know that you have a couple of stories about a couple of really kind of people that really struck you during your yeah. time at Fergusy Park. Yes, I have. I've, had, I've got many stories, but the, the ones that take me back, the one really important story is about Joe, the schoolboy. Yes, you, yes, you and I spoke before about Joe, the schoolboy. So tell yes. me, Joe, the schoolboy, who is Joe? How did you know him and what, what's the story? Well, there was a, a school run I did in the afternoon. I only did it one way. I picked him up from the school and along Renfrew Road, I think it was, and I took him into Fergusley Park. And the last boy to go off was trying to talk to me. And his friends were saying, come on, Joe, let's go. No, I, I want to ask Norrie something. So the question was, Norrie, your bus is in fire. <laughs> There's papers up the back. They've sent the, some of the kids have set the papers alight. So look, once all the friends were away, uh, both of us ran up to the back of the bus and we put the fire out. Now, if it hadn't been for Joe, I would never have known about it. There would have been nobody on the bus after Joe went off. So later on. That was, I really thought a lot of that young man doing that. Now, the other boys may have bullied him. I don't know, although Joe was quite a robust young man, they, they may have bullied him if they knew Joe told me the story. But anyway, many years later, I was in hospital to get my gallbladder out. And I was quite concerned about it. I wasn't, I wasn't too happy about it. They were doing it through microsurgery. And I was getting, I was all prepped up and ready to go in, but I was still apprehensive. I've never had an operation of any kind. I was feared, nothing other way about it. I was feared. So anyway, this this was some 10 years, maybe a wee bit more later on. And as I was getting wheeled into the operating theater, a young voice said, hello, Nori. How are you doing? And honestly, it would have brought a tear to a glass eye. I was so, so pleased to see him. And he said, Joe, Norrie, I've got something to give you when you go into the operating theatre. He said, this will make it easier in the operating. I said, what have you got? He said, I've got a wee tablet here. I said, Joe, could you give me two? <laughs> I says, I'm frightened. No, you'll be all right. You'll be okay. So anyway, I went to the operation. It was a success. 
and the, the, the staff that did the operation, actually, they said to me, I was quite lucky. They managed to get, it was huge. The gallbladder was huge. Anyway, later on that night, when I was recuperating, uh, Joe came over to me and spoke to me again. And honestly, I was so, so pleased to see him. The last time I saw him, it was about 12, 13. So to see him now in the RAH hospital, who did a wonderful job on me, and I was really, really pleased. So what year was it that you, when Joe, when the fire happened, what year was that when, when all that was happening? Right. So that would be, now, I started in uh, 66. So that would be quite early because I was quite a, quite a young driver, mm -hmm. quite a new driver. And uh, because I didn't have my own shift. Lots okay. of the older staff, they had their own shifts and there were crews that could pick their drivers if, if the driver was happy about that. But I hadn't a crew. I, I was just, I could go anywhere and everywhere. So, so we're looking at probably late 60s? It would be the late 60s. It would be 66. The late 60s, yes. I didn't have a full, uh, my own shift. Okay. So and was, I started in 66. So it could be about 68, 69. Okay, and you saw Joe, what, 10 years later? Or was it a bit more recently than yes, that? Yes, I, I saw Joe about 10 years later when I was in the, the on an operation to get my gallbladder out. And I'm assuming that about, about at this point, Joe would have been about, what, maybe 23, 24 or something? I, it could be about 20-ish, I would say, yeah. I wouldn't have thought it was oh, up. See, I don't know what position I had. But ah, right, okay. it must have had a good position to give me the little tablet. It makes you, it doesn't knock you out. It makes you forget. Yes. It sounds right. like he you don't know about it when you're waking up. It sounds like he was a nurse. Yes. Which is a I good job was, to have. I would say he was a, a male nurse. So it must have been really nice for you to see this young Joe that you knew as a child and saved your bus from the fire to do really well. You know, there's a young guy from Fergusy Park. Yes. We all, we all oh, know. yes. I would say I was so, so pleased that he had done so well to get him in. I would say that people had it quite difficult trying to get a good job living in Fergusy Park. Well, right? interesting, interesting you say that, Joe, because other people that we've spoken to on the podcast and other people I've met just in and around Fergusy Park over the last kind of 18 months or so, uh -huh. uh, the, one of the common themes seems to be that people apply for a job, they're living in Fergusy Park and everything's going well, but as soon as they mention Fergusy Park or the yes. postcode of Fergusy Park comes up, the job application kind of, yes. it's null and void. It's right. It's quite difficult to get a good job, you see. We had quite a few bus drivers in Paisley Garage what um, lived in Fergusley Park. And they were luckily, lucky enough to, I would say, to get a job. But then again, in those days, in the late 60s, it was, um, it was difficult to get a job and we were short of drivers. Okay. Nobody wanted to do shifts, right? So they would try other work. But it was very, very difficult. But I mean, I was, I was just hunger 
Mm. I used to hunger for the overtime because if you work five days, you've got time and a half for Saturday, double time if you work your rest day. So I always worked a rest day. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to go back and I'm going, by the way, can I just apologise? I believe I called you Joe, not Norrie there. So uh, Norrie Ward, who <laughs> I'm speaking to today on the podcast. worse than that. I know, well, although people say, who's well, he speaking to? Is it Joe? Joe is another Norrie. Twi- so, because Joe's my older brother. Oh, well, don't it's confuse funny. me anymore. <laughs> I, have a, I have a brother no. called Joe. Yeah. He was my older brother. So tell me, you know, so there's young Joe that yeah. then became a nurse or, or something of that ilk. Yes, it must what have been. Was, you see, I'm getting myself into knots here because I'm now referring to him as young Joe because we're confusing with your older brother who's Joe. And I've just told oh, well, I know. That's but right. Anyway, Nori, I'm asking Norrie. you about Joe, the young lad that you knew that then became what we think is a nurse at the local hospital. Obviously, jobs, people are finding it difficult to get jobs in Fergusy. Yes. What, what is the judgment? Well, that is a, if, if they apply for a job anywhere, that was the, the first thing they would see in their application, their address, right? Rest my case, their address. So, but what, but what, so I'm an employer. I get an application and I see Fergusy Park address. What what do what are what are employers thinking about Fergusy Park? What does that actually mean? I know they're obviously making a judgment. But what what are they making? Yeah, well, if they, if they take a judgment like that, they shouldn't. They really shouldn't because there have been a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of my workmates uh, in the buses that were hardworking. Yes, you see, hardworking people. Mm-hmm. The, the the people that worked as a bus driver, they had to be ready to work late nights, weekends, you know, the over, or I did a lot of overtime. I really did. But I mean, even people today said, but you always did overtime. You, you know, they, they chastised me for it. I said, well, I, I don't care. I'm getting the money. But anyway, that's me. But the people are really, the, the, the drivers that we had from Fergusley Park and the conductresses, that I remember, they were hardworking. They, they came to their work, you know, and all hours. I mean, there was some of them were starting at five o'clock, six yes. o'clock in the morning and finishing at midnight. You've, you've, just, you've just touched upon, because I believe that when we've spoken in the past, you, you mentioned one conductress that really kind of made her mark in the community. Oh, yes. and, and I think with you as well, because you worked very closely with her on the buses. Um, yes. Now, I believe her name was Frances Brody. Is that right? That's correct. And yeah. she was a conductress that you worked with. So tell yes. me about Frances Brody, because I know that there was a really lovely story or a sense of who this character Frances Brody uh, is. Uh-huh. Frances was a lovely person, a lovely, lovely person. She would be, when I was a young man, she would be middle-aged and she had two girls of her own. She was a single parent. And quite often the girls, it didn't matter what shift I was on, if it was with Francis, they used to look to see who was the driver. And if it was me, she would say, Nori, where's, where's my mum? <laughs> and she's on the bus, I've got her. So I knew if they were looking for her mum, I would stop her and say, she's on my bus or she's on that bus or whatever. I would tell her where she was, you know. Was Francis somebody who you would say kind of went that extra mile? 
Yes. Oh, yes. She was, oh, somebody, she was so kind. She was somebody so who, kind. She was somebody that did things for the community and I suppose yes. helped create that community spirit, which is something that we're hearing a lot oh, about. Oh, that's right. Well, I mean, it was the children. There was another um, school run that I did. And see, in the early days, I would be doing school run. I would be a spare driver. Mm -hmm. uh, if there were shorter drivers and the driver didn't come in or they didn't have a driver for that shift, I would I would be called out to do it, right? Six o'clock spare. You, you you got what was there. And sometimes it was a late late finishing. Anyway, so Frances Brody, I, I quite like getting Frances because she was always the same way. It's a lovely, kind lady. And when it was get, getting near Christmas, I was getting France. Francis didn't have a regular driver. Right. But it, if you wanted a shift, it went with seniority. If the driver had maybe 10 years seniority, which I didn't have at the time, mm -hmm. they could get Francis's shift. And she would finish about half six at night. So she had quite a good shift. That if you wanted it, you would sign for that shift because yes. you finished at half six every night. He mm -hmm. does split time off during the day. But Francis was a great clippy to be on with. You know, it was a pleasure to, to have her on the back of the bus. I love, I, I love the term clipper. I love that. A clippy, <laughs> aye, a clippy. The clippy, the clippy, clippy. right, okay. Sorry, okay. I, 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 I missed her. Yeah, so Francis is somebody who worked and lived, I'm presuming, in Ferguson Park. Now, was, she, she did at one time. Was she somebody, so I know that you've spoken to me about her and her giving things and, and really helping yes. people out, going into the sweetie shop and getting sweetest of people. Tell that me, was just at Christmas time. But, but was she, she, she went into the sweetie shop. She told me to stop the bus at the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the sweetie shop and the paper shop. And she used to get all the sweeties for them and that. she'd come on straight. I've got all these lucky bags, mm. penny dainties, bars of, threepenny bars of chocolate. Yes. Lovely, lovely, lovely person. Was So she was giving to people at, at Christmas time. But would you say that she was somebody that had much herself? Well, I mean, I mean, she had a job in the buses, but would you well, say... Yeah, well, the money that she had, she needed to bring up her family. Yes. She had two young girls. Um, and I, I would say the girls were approaching their... their the, the two girls were in their teens. I'm trying to think how old they were, but they were approaching their teens. But I mean, I, I saw them all their young lives. So okay. they used to wave to me when I was driving through Paisley. Oh, there's Nori, right? <laughs> and I would maybe stop and ask them, how's your mum? And um, by this time, their mum had retired. I was talking about later on when they saw me, they stopped me and just asked me how I was doing. But, but Frances Brody, she was, she was, what would you say? The best mother you could want. Oh, she was a single mother yes. that I could know of. And she brought up these two girls single-handed. She spent mm -hmm. all her money looking after them. It was all, I used to get all her stories. And, about she also, the and she also clearly was trying to look out for other people as well. So while she had a young family herself and was oh, a single mum, yes. she was also looking out for the children on the bus and all the people that she met and worked with in Ferguson Park. Yes, yes. I mean, no, it's, 
it's it's the theme that we keep hearing about in Fergusy is that, um, and I, I believe it still exists that people really go out their way to to help one another and that community spirit and that and that sense of wanting to kind of you know if somebody's well, having, right. if somebody's having, right. if somebody's having a tricky time, um, people want to go and help. But it's strange because, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, but tell me if you don't. The media seem to almost taint that about the community that that community spirit and people going out to help one oh, another. Oh yes, that's mm. almost tainted. The, the media almost don't want to hear that. Would you agree, Nori? Yeah, I think yeah, I would I would say so because I've been I've had a long time to think about this, you know, mm. and about the people of Paisley in particular. Now the, the thing that the, the people of Fergusley Park, if they weren't hardworking and getting taking a job that they could only get, uh, sometimes there's a lot of lorry drivers. And in fact, when I when I lived in Glasgow, um, this truck stopped. I well, see. I'm, I'm going off it again. Yeah. But okay. he he picked me up and gave me a lift because he knew I was a regular bus driver. Now I, I had just missed the, the staff bus to take me into work, and a lorry driver stopped and took me in. Now this would be about half past five in the morning. Mm. You know, this was before I had a car. But um, th that was a kind thing as well. I mean, he didn't need to stop. Again, you know? again, you're talking about kind people that are kind. It's almost Aye. there's almost a sense that there's a a better community in Fergusy Park than there is in the big cities. Yeah, yeah, well that's right. Well, you see, the thing about Paisley was it was a community mm. on their own. You see, if they knew you, you were fine. Yes. You see, if they knew your face, they were fine. I remember. No, I'm not a what they call a Paisley buddy. I'm a Glaswegian. Yes, or yes, that's Some absolutely. people might call me a Keely, right? That's, that's a way back. That's a a Keely, right. A Keely. A Keely, okay. Uh, you I've, can spell it any way you want. It still comes out the same. I've a never Glasgow heard Keely. that. Right, no, okay. it's a Glasgow Keely, but they, they don't use it now. I don't, th I don't think so. But because I was, I worked in Paisley, everybody... A lot of people assumed I stayed in Paisley. 44 yeah. years I was driving buses and they thought I lived in Paisley. Now, just before I retired, the week I was to retire, there was a passenger going off. He said, could, could you let me off if these lights stay at red? Sure. I said, and they stayed at red. So I opened the doors, let them off. He said, right, bud. Now, that's a thing that Paisley folk call other Paisley folk buddy, right. Paisley buddy. Okay. And I said, after 44 years, they now think I'm a buddy. <laughs> Very good. I was, well, I, was quite, I was quite pleased with that. It's, it's a nice compliment. Oh, it's a nice compliment, you know. Uh, absolutely, it's a compliment. Now tell me, Nori, I'm going to, those are two wonderful stories we've heard there today. About right. Park, and thank you so much. I want to ask you two questions to kind of round up um, for today. If you were the editor of a national newspaper, I'm not going to give you a but paper right. matter. You're the editor. You've got a headline to write about Fergusy Park. What headline would you write, Nori Ward? Oh, right. What headline? Well, I think it would be that 
Paisley folk that lived in Fergusley Park were the forgotten people. Nice. I like it. The forgotten it. people. The forgotten There's nice people. houses getting built in Fox Bar, Glenburn, and other parts of Paisley, but the people of Fergusley Park just get what's left. Right. Okay, there was no yeah. real house building there, no proper uh, house building. The, yes. That's it. They, they got what was left. That that's that's sadly what we're hearing as well, of course. Now tell me five words. Now, Nori, I know this might be difficult for you, but <laughs> can you give me five words if you were speaking to somebody who'd never been to Fergusy Park, had never heard of Fergusy Park? You were somewhere in the world and you were told, asked to give five words to describe Fergusy Park. What would your five words be? Five words and I'll stop you. Right. There would be conscientious, family orientated. That's two, but I'll allow you one. Working when they could get it. Work. Work. Right. Um, work. Yep, that was yep. work when they get it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And what would you say? They were honest. Honest. Honest people. Remember that for? I think that's another one. I think you've got one more. One more. Honest. Um, funny. Funny. And on that funny. note, and on that note, yeah. Nori Ward, you're a very, very funny, glorious, warm <laughs> man, I have to say. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk with you again. You're and welcome. It's uh, the stories are just they're you know they're warm and they're positive. Well, I know. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And when when I go to my friends for a party and uh, we always we always have a few singers. Mm -hmm. I don't sing, but my wife will prompt me and say, "Tell me that story about the high level grill underneath the stairs." Well, I think <laughs> tell me that. <laughs> Tell, tell stories. That, that might, that the, the, the eye level grill might need to be for another podcast episode. Oh, that's, oh that take, well, for, take about 20 for, minutes to tell that. Well, for today, we don't have another 20 minutes, but Nori no, Ward, no, that's right. Nori Ward of 44 years bus driving in Fergusy Park, it's been my absolute pleasure to talk to you. Today. Thank you so much. You too, Cameron. Thank you very much. Take care. Well, thank you for joining us and please do spread the word. The podcast accompanies a brand new play from Inmotion Theatre, Other Side of the River, by Lisa Nicholl, which will be touring when it is safe to do so, so please do keep an eye for any information on that. This podcast has been made possible by Future Paisley, Renfrewshire Leisure and Renfrewshire Council.